new year, same old me. Nothing's going to change. But the game is to be sold, not told. Let's go. That's what we're doing. Listen, first the fat boys break up. Now every day I wake up. Somebody got a problem with hope. Oh, what's up, y'all niggas all better? Cause I got a little cheddar and my wreck is moving out the store. Young fucks spitting at me, young rappers getting at me. My nigga big predicted this shit exactly. More money, more problems, gotta move carefully. Cause faggots hate when you get their money like athletes. Young it's ice grilling me. Oh, you're not feeling me fine. It costs you nothing. Pay me no mind. I'm on my grind, cousin. Ain't got time for fronting. Sensitive thugs, y'all all need hugs. Damn, little mans, I'm just trying to do me. If the wreck is two mil, I'm just trying to move three. Get a couple chicks, get them to try to do E. Hopefully, they're menage before I reach my garage. I don't want much, fuck. I drove every car. Some nice cooked food, some nice clean drawers. Bird ass niggas, I don't mean to rumble, y'all. I know you waiting in the wing, but I'm doing my thing. Where's the it's Kasabian, Kasabian Lavo Wine. What's going on, beautiful people? I gotta cut this down. What y'all doing out there? How y'all doing? Welcome, welcome to the show. Welcome to episode 140. I was trying to post something, but I think I, yeah, I gotta post something. That's all right. Let me see when the multi-string. Hey, yo, if you in the chat, drop a, uh. We got to pick an emoji to drop. Come up with something. Hey, yo, put a, uh, uh, what about, put a slot machine. <clears throat> Let's make that the emoji for the comment area. Welcome to episode 140. Welcome to 2021. Welcome to the hottest studio on the face of the earth because all these lights are mad hot. So if y'all see me sweating, don't ask questions like that. Don't ask questions. That's not nice. Don't judge me because I'm in here doing, doing my thug fizzle. For shizzle, dizzle. Welcome to the Kasabian Lavo Show, episode 140. The show is brought to you by Popple. And today, I got a special Popple. But I'm not going to talk about it quite yet. Head over to klavo.com if you want to support the show. There's donation buttons over there. Um, the cash app is right here on the screen, Kasabian Lavo. Every time you donate to the show, not only do you help keep the lights on and keep the machine fed, but you feed five Puerto Rican kids and you put them through school. So... If you want to donate, head over to klavo.com, hit the cash app. All of it goes to the same place. We appreciate Well, not the same place, but it, it goes to to this and feeding this animal that we're that we're inside of. <clears throat> so uh, listen to the music, stream the music, klavo.com. That's K-L-A-V-O-E. Oh, shit. Look at me. Look at me. K-L-A-V-O-E.com. I'm skipping over my words. So I have a whiteboard where I keep all my notes for the show. And now we're using this other board where it's like, oh, it's a screen, not a board. I'm I'm just going to use my phone because they got me confused as shit. Uh, Klavo.com in Spanish is K-L-A-V-O-E punto com. Head over there, download music, stream music. We appreciate you for doing that. Now, we're supposed to be doing the MSMSMR. So shout out to all the podcast listeners, all the YouTube Viewers, all the Facebook viewers, without y'all, we ain't nothing. Welcome to season four. We got a new cover. Oh, 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 Lavo's unboxing. Lavo's unboxing. What is it? Well, well. Uh. Bow, Popple. Look what Popple sent me. 
Maybe I should record that for Popple. Should I record that for Popple? Should I be corny and do the thing where I put it back and then I act like I never showed y'all? Let's do that. Let's spit it backwards. Hey, hip hop. This hip hop. We on the fly. Like I said, this show is always going to forever evolve. So we're going to do this again. Do the noises again. Bow, what I get? Boom. Popple. That's right. Look what they hooked me up with. Like, really, look at my pop, my new popple. It's the donut from The Simpsons. Like, it's so dope. <clears throat> so, what's Popple? Popple's a digital business card. Boom. When you pop somebody, it's literally that simple. Yes. Pow. Look at that. Instantly. In a digital world, in a post-corona world, you don't want to hand out business cards, and you don't want to not be able to reach all your clientele as quick as possible. And as a business person, as a person that's trying to build a brand, I highly recommend you get a popple. Now, listen, I'm going to help you save some money because you know I'm an entrepreneur, right? So you save your live at checkout, save you 20%. But here's the better part. You go green. You are, I mean, super tech savvy. Like, how fly are you, right? You're a real estate agent. You bloop, bloop, popple somebody. Boom. You get a client. It's clean. It's fast. It's easy. It's it's so easy to manage. And And even better... There's no contact. You don't have to just give somebody a nasty, dirty card. And in the post-corona world, nobody wants a nasty business card. Get you a popple. They come in more than just one color. Use Xavier Lava at checkout. Be resourceful. Be economic. Be green. Don't we want to help the planet? Buy one of these instead of buying a bunch of business cards that people don't get to use. You can update your, your picture all the time. You can keep it fresh. You know, surprise your clientele. Be different. Stand out. You know, you got to eat what you kill. And in a world where you got to stand out and be completely different, Popple, like you literally walked up on somebody with a donut. Like, how dope is that? Use Xavier Live at checkout and say 20%. Head over to klavo.com. There should be a link for Popple. If not, we'll fix that. But for sure, head over to popple.co. Use Xavier Live at checkout. You know, just let them know Lavo sent you. I appreciate y'all. And, and I know for all my business folk that are out there, man, go check that out. That was um, that was my ad too. I recorded that for y'all. We're gonna put that. We'll chop that up. <sighs> what a busy weekend! Hold on, can somebody turn that that industrial fan on? Anybody? <sighs> There's like four people here and they're not listening to me, and it's very frustrating. It's very very frustrating. Sorry, y'all. I swear to God, I said I wouldn't do that, and I'm doing it again. Ah! All right. Let me see if they'll take care of that for me. So, New Year's happened. I was going to come on, but everybody did a New Year's show. Then we were going to do a best of or like a recap on 2020. Everybody did a recap on 2020. Then I was going to do a list of some things. Everybody did a list of some things. So if you're on YouTube, I want you guys to comment below. I want your five top artists that you're looking forward to listening to this year of music. That's what I want from you guys. Give me your top five in the comments. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe. If you're on Facebook, comment, post it on your wall, share it. You know, we're trying to get 10 shares, 20 shares, um, all the shares I can get on, on Facebook. But I want to know what your five artists are this year. And I want new artists. Like, I want to know what young boys and young girls and whoever's out there that you're looking forward to listening to um i'll put out my five too i'll put it in the comments so everybody can see it but i definitely want to know uh i'm curious to see what uh what you guys are looking for uh this year 
Drake's supposed to be coming this year. J. Cole's supposed to be coming this year. Kendrick coming this year. It's going to be a very hectic year. You know, Sabian's coming this year. It's going to be a hectic a hectic year for music. It's going to be really good or suck ass. So let's see how that goes. And then talking, you know, into, into this whole new music that's coming out, um, we have to talk about artists that have kind of left and came back. For example, them young boys in New York about to turn up. You know, Roddy Home, um, was it February? I don't even want to say when he's coming. Matter of fact, once he's home, we'll talk about it. But I'm looking forward to what's to come from that camp and those artists. Uh, I'm super excited. Bobby Schmurter is uh, a fucking stand-up dude, bro. That's a stand-up dude. Uh, we got to celebrate the the ones that do stand for something. Um, Shout-out to Bobby. Shout-out to Roddy. Shout-out to that whole clique. Uh, we see you. Uh, keep doing big things. Uh, but we, we do have, who else? I mean, big names. That's all I could really think. I mean, it'd be nice to hear Kaylani. That might be something I put on my list. It'd be nice to hear maybe a, a dollar sign, a real dollar sign album. It'd be nice to hear Black Bear. I love Black Bear, but that's, that's just me throwing names out there. Let's keep it in the vein of music because you know, this is a music podcast to a point. I'm a musician. I'm a rapper. If that matters anymore. Um, I have a project coming out that I've been working on and I'm working on. So once uh, we pick a single and I get more music together, I keep saying we. Once I pick a single and get it out, we'll uh, start promoting it and, and get it out there. Uh, let's see. I don't like the, the new board. Can we just stick to the whiteboard? I'm going to use my phone. Yeah, I am. Snoop and Eminem. What's really going on between Snoop and them? Honestly, it's it's weird like uh snoop kind of attacked him if you don't know what's going on uh snoop was asked uh who his top 10 was and somehow some way eminem came up if he was in snoop's top 10 snoop said he wasn't in his top 10 M responded and basically said i don't have a problem with anything he said the only problem i did have was when he said that he could do without my music now i have a huge uh issue with people that want to take away your talent because they have an issue with you like there's certain people i don't like but i do love their their whatever their skill set is like um if i don't personally know you i don't like you that's just how it is like i don't like what i see from tory lanes but i love his music you see people like to take situations and issues when they have a problem with somebody and then instead of appreciating their talent and saying okay you're a shitty person but you're very good at what you do they like to uh redefine uh redefine good they try to redefine what what successful really is or 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 what talent really is and and that's a terrible thing to do like just because you don't like somebody doesn't mean they're not talented or, or they're not good at what they do like, you just have a problem with that person. So you need to separate the person from the issue. Like, I can love your music and hate you as a person. That doesn't mean anything. Because I'm going to tell you I don't like you as a person. I'm a, a huge fan. Huge fan of your music. Not fucking with you. You're a cornball. That's okay. You can do that with certain people. Like, there's people that, you know, are in my industry that I speak to. And I go, you know what? I really fuck with you. But I don't like what you do. You see what I'm saying? So I'm not saying that you're not good at what you do. I don't like it. It might not it might not be coming off as good as you think it is. I don't know. But you got to be able to differentiate. And I hope that me being, you know, 
me being honest with you doesn't drive a wedge in between our friendship or whatever we have, right? So when I hear Snoop say what he said about him, I go, damn, you really going to take from his talent to say that you could do without listening to the guy when the guy wrote for you? Like, y'all homies. Excuse me. It's in my bad. I'm burping damn rock stars. It's confusing because you want to really know what happened between them. Like, Snoop and M been, damn, excuse me, Snoop and M been rocking since we was kids, like 99, 2000. Why now? What would what causes or what caused the beef? What what caused any issue? I just feel like it's corny on Snoop's side, and M isn't uh, M is a great rapper. We'll never take that from him. But does this start the debate? Who has better music? Hey, quietest kept Snoop Dogg's first album, Doggy Style to me, is the best rendition of hip hop ever. That's the best hip hop album put together. I think. Dr. Dre was at this amazing precipice when he put that together between him and Snoop. And if you ever want to learn hip hop, start right there. You're going to learn a ton. And then you can go back and learn about, you know, Big Daddy Kane's and you can take it to Houdini. You can go all the way. I mean, all the way back. Trace it. Learn it and understand why it was so good. Why Rakim was was is is a goat. You know why we do respect Eminem. All colorism aside, like the colorism thing is so pathetic, too. Coming from Snoop, like, what are you doing, dog? Like, that's your boy. Like, this man made you millions of dollars, like it or not. This man wrote for you, like it or not. Like, y'all homies. And if you're not homies, and keep it a buck, but don't shit on the man's talent like that. Oh, I can go without listening to that. I can see why M would be mad at some shit like that, especially if y'all homies, right? Um, But, you know, leave a comment. Tell me what you think. Do you think, you know, Snoop is out of pocket for what he's doing? Should Dre jump in and check him like, yo, what's good with you? Um, Is M wrong for, for even giving a fuck? Like, you know, Snoop took a shitty jab too with the Great White Hope bullshit. Like that, come on, man. You said that shit on the song with him and shit when that was your boy, but now you're using it kind of like a jab. And that's corny. It's just corny. And I don't like that shit from Snoop, especially being an elder statesman in hip hop. Like that type of shit is just not, that's frowned upon, bro, because we're trying to combat racism on all levels. And when you do some shit like that and just try to use that he's a white boy shit, that's corny. Like you're causing more problems than good. Nobody wants to see that right now. Um, if you guys know the source, okay, so I don't know how old my audience is right now, but back in the 90s, there was a magazine called The Source, and it was ran by this guy named Benzino. Benzino um, is a rapper ish, kind of. Yeah, he made music. Okay, so Benzino had a problem with Eminem. I can't remember if it was that the source gave him two two mics or they didn't give him five. So they would review your album and then they give you mics. And if you got five mics, you the shit. Like five mics was almost more valuable than going platinum back in the 90s. So um, they gave M like three mics or some shit and he bugged out or two mics. They said he was trash. So M flashed on Benzino. Flashed on him, right? 50 was coming up, but 50 didn't say shit yet. Like, 50 wasn't involved in that beef, so M really took his fucking head off, and Benzino pretty much had to, like, go into hiding. It was a bad time for Benzino. Uh, it, 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 it really was so one-sided. Eminem was so hot. His shit was popping. The, the diss songs weren't even that fucking good. They were kind of corny, but they worked. Just going back and watch, listening to them today, I was like, oh, shit, that was not as good as I remember. But M1, you know, regardless to the fact, M1. Uh, some way, somehow, Benzino's been talking, you know, shit about M again. He just keeps fucking M's name in his mouth. And Royce jumped out 
and flashed on him because Benzino was tweeting some real, you know, uh, reckless shit, Massa and all this other shit. Can somebody explain to me when this cornball shit started where motherfuckers thought that they could say whatever they wanted and not get touched? Like, especially talking to somebody like Royce the 5'9". Like, do you understand Royce the 5'9's body? Pause. Like, Royce ain't that type, bro. Like, M really ain't that type. Benzino, the fucking thing about Benzino is I respect, see, here's another one. I respect Benzino as a man. I respect Benzino for everything he's accomplished in hip-hop. He's a staple in hip-hop. I fuck with Benzino. But Benzino does cornball shit. But he does so much real shit that I can't, I don't hate the guy. I just like, I'm an Eminem fan. So I'm taking M side in that issue. But when everything else comes down to it, Benzino's dope as shit. He's just a shitty rapper. Like, you shouldn't come at Eminem, bro. That's like Logan Paul fighting Floyd. Like, it just, it ain't gonna work out. And can we talk about Floyd's beard? I'm not even gonna talk about it. I'm not gonna say anything. Uh, who saw Tom Segura break his arm? Look up Tom Segura and watch him try to slam dunk. He didn't even come off the fucking ground, by the way, and broke half his body. One swoop. Um, Royce told Benzino he was gonna put his daughter on a pole. So, y'all can look that shit up on Twitter. Holy shit, I felt like a little kid. I was like, oh my god, they're gonna be <laughs> Yeah, I was such a core, but I was like, I can't wait. Um the the stimmies. Where the stimmies at? They said the stimmies are coming from Wish. They're coming late. We ain't even getting the 2K. It's 600. We ain't getting nothing. They're not giving us nothing. 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 I'm getting six hundred dollars. I ain't never seen so many people so excited for six hundred fucking dollars. Um, there's a leak of Trump on the phone talking to somebody from Georgia and it sounded almost like a parody and I'm really so confused. Like, I don't know if it was really him or not and it fucked me up. And if you go here, tell me what you think in the comment below because in the comments below, excuse me, because when I heard it, it sounded fake. And if that's real, holy shit. Um, 45, you can't even say his name. They'll demonetize you for these things. So 45 is, he's wilding. And like I said, I just want peace, man. That's why I ain't been, I'm not supporting that right now. And I do, I, I'm a conservative. I'm not a Republican. Uh, if you don't know the difference, let me break it down for you. I'm a conservative in, in my, my political views. I'm a fiscal conservative. And I guess I'm a liberal when it comes to um, how people live. Uh, for example, I believe hard work pays off. If you work hard, you should be able to, to play hard, right? I believe in less government. I don't think the government should tell you how to raise your kids, how to teach your kids, how to do anything in your home. I don't believe the government should assist in in many ways unless it's dire need and and an emergency i believe that we should be more in control of our lives i highly highly recommend self-education i highly recommend seeking higher education and higher understanding and as a conservative what i want to see is power to the people always always power to the people for some reason the confusion with conservatives and republicans comes from the ideal that republicans are conservatives some are um the problem with republicans in my eyes is that there's too much christianity too much bible too much that that type of stuff isn't for me uh i'm here for the business aspect and for seeing forward mobility for all my people i don't believe in um desegregation in certain areas i think we should be around our people and we should develop our own networks the same way that other cultures have when they came to this country, when this country was first built, um, contrary to belief, as a conservative, I support gay rights. I don't I don't think there should be gay rights. I think everybody should just have rights. Uh, 
when you put a title to it, it causes division. But I don't want to see anyone discriminated on or hurt because of how um, how they are as a person. Like, that's fucking terrible. Like, I would never want to see anybody feel, bro, like, no, I have daughters. I have sons. I was a weirdo growing up. Like, no, I don't want anybody to feel bad because of who they are. Like, I, I strongly believe in love and I support marriage on, on any level. Except when it comes to kids, I'm not into that shit. And I'm just saying that because people always want to go to that weird spot with that. But conservatism, <clears throat> uh, for me, as a conservative, I do not hate gay people, nor do I hate anybody's rights. Um, I believe that as long as you, you know, you work hard, that you should live a great life and no one should tell you what to do. As an employer, I, I never sweated people about even drug usage. Like we wouldn't drug test. I asked them very simply, listen, if you work here, don't do this shit here. And don't be in uniform if you're drunk or smoking or whatever the case is. That's just how I feel. It's none of my business what you do outside of work. It's none of my business. I can't control you at home. If you're at home and you want to slam some whatever, do whatever you do, that's on you. If you can make it to work and you can function and you take care of yourself, I have no problem with whatever you do with your life. Because I live my life and I'm going to do what I want to do. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not one that is uh holier than thou i always feel like when i hear some republicans talk they feel like they're standing above you uh there needs to be a huge marketing change because conservatism especially now the new conservatism um is is different we're different we're different and if you from the hood and you from the ghetto if you spanish black or, or you came up poor at all most likely you're a conservative and you don't realize it. And because of the stereotype and the stigma, when you hear Republican, you hear conservative, you think of an old white man like Mitch McConnell that says, don't give him $2,000. But this conservative with face tattoos that's a hip-hop artist that comes from the struggle that was on the system is telling you, pay the fucking people their money because they're fucking hungry and they have kids. And we can't, this country is literally built on, on, on a, a upward axis. That's exactly like this. This whole life. Once you learn that when you accomplish certain goals, everything gets easier. You buy furniture, right? Your first year living in an apartment is going to be your most expensive because you got to buy furniture. You're putting up a crazy down. You got to get all your bills turned on. The second year in that apartment or home, you spend less money because you've already spent the majority of the money your first year furnishing and, and just establishing utilities. Right. Imagine starting that whole shit over. For everybody, everywhere. I mean, there is no mom and dad to give you a quick boost if you need it. And I never had that, so I don't know what the fuck that's like. When we moved out, it was, here's your keys. We had kids. We had to make it work. Luckily, you know, I was successful, and I thank whoever's up there and all the guys that helped me because five kids with no money is, I don't even know how anybody could do it. I don't. So, yeah, give the people their money. Um. I would say this for the American people that are waiting for the money. Stop listening to what other countries are giving their people. It's bullshit. You're not there. It doesn't concern you. Enough. The, there's more people in California in L.A. County than there are in Canada. Like, we got to stop doing that. The Texas economy, the GPA from Texas or GDP from Texas alone is bigger than Australia. And I think it's like four countries. It's bigger than four whole countries. Excuse me. I got mad indigestion. Texas alone is, is probably one of the strongest economies in the world. Just Texas. We have to stop comparing ourselves to other places. Um, but I want to get that out of the way. I'm not a Republican. I'm not. And I'm not a Democrat, which is a name for me. A demon rat. I ain't, I ain't for that. I'm for the people. I'm always for the people. You know, 
um, pay me what you want to pay me, but you can't hate me for what I am. You can only hate me for what you made up. I'm always tell you who I am and what I am right off rip. There's no point in me sitting around lying just to like, what if I was fucking Talcum X, you know, and, and I lied to y'all all the time. If you don't know who Talcum X is, Sean King, that's Talcum X. This white boy that, that pretends that the world is against him. Like he's wildin', bro. Wildin'. Speaking of people with culture appropriation and people that don't know how to play their role, Alec Baldwin's wife is a pathetic, just disrespectful person on so many levels. This lady's pretending to be Spanish and it's fucking disgusting. This lady's name is Helen. She was born in the United States and speaks clear English and she's walking around going, ugh, how you say cucumber? Shut the fuck up. Like, you know how embarrassing it is, bro? You know what makes me mad when people talk about race? Y'all always forget about Latinos and shit. And the problem with, with us is that there's so many of us, and we're so different. Like, you know, we're the biggest race in the world. There's more Latins than anything in this world. And Latin is the oldest language. Like, do you understand that we were speaking first? We don't know how to shut the fuck up, okay? It's a huge problem. That's why I do a fucking podcast. I don't know how to shut the fuck up. I, honestly, I don't talk all day just to do this shit for y'all. But everybody always makes fun of Spanish people. You know, um, this lady pretending to be Spanish, this shit got to be a movie, right? Like, was she pretending to be Spanish, met this guy, and then now she has to continue to play this bullshit role of, like, the, the fake Spanish lady because she's married to Alec Baldwin? Or is she really just a fucking nut? Because, like, her accent comes in and out. She's just as bad as that crazy chick that did the, the blood thing. But she was like, oh, you guys, this blood right here, this has everything for the world. And she did the, the Steve Jobs thing. She was like, hey, you guys, you guys, but, but, yo, like, what the fuck are you doing with your voice? Like, that is so fucking weird. And then this lady's on live TV acting like she don't know how to say cucumber. And in Spanish, it's pepino. Like, I don't even think she knew that. So... Like, why are you pretending to be something you not? Like, that shit is just disgusting. Like, she's a weird person for that. Be yourself. Uh, I have a quote, and, 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 I, and I tell my kids all the time. The easiest thing in this world is to be yourself. The hardest thing is finding yourself. You got to find yourself. You got to go through some things. You got to go through the fire to come out the other end to see who you really are. You have to really be put to the test. And it's harder for some people than others, but... You should never pretend to be anything. Have purpose. Find a purpose, especially when you have children. I think you you deserve, or your children deserve to 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 see you have purpose. It's 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 just it's strange. It's really strange. I heard something yesterday over the lady in New York that tackled the little boy with the phone. She like was like, "That's my phone. That's my phone, bro." It's 2020, 2021. If you touch me in my phone. It's an iPhone. If your face can't unlock my phone, you better get the fuck out of my face or you catching all these hands and feet. You see what I'm saying? Like, that ain't cool, bro. That shit is so wild. Um, The lady's Puerto Rican from California. Ever since I met my wife, I told her, any Puerto Ricans that you meet that are from California are not Puerto Rican. Don't get mad. It's the truth. If you don't end up in New York City or in Miami, Florida, some part of Florida, or even in Georgia... And you Puerto Rican, you come to California, you tend to be more white. It is what it is. Because you get discriminated against the Spanish, uh, well, the Mexicans. Mexicans have a problem with us because we're legal citizens. So either Puerto Ricans will gravitate towards white people because that's the closest thing they know. Or when you grow up in the projects in the hood, you grow up around black people and you grow up around other people that are more um, 
I mean, honestly, like I never related with with um, and I hate that it has to be a race thing. But I, I'm just trying to explain that I grew up in a very multicultural neighborhood in New York City. And honestly, it was little Puerto Rico. Like Everybody was Puerto Rican, Dominican. Everybody was black, Haitian, Jamaican. Like we all were one big family. And I realized that when you leave New York City, some people don't understand what a Puerto Rican is. And yeah, some people may see me and think I'm Arabian or a, uh, a white dude. Like I remember I got pulled over one time and it said Caucasian and I posted it because I thought it was the funniest shit. Like on my license, I don't look Caucasian. I look like a fucking terrorist. You see my face? Like look at this nose. This motherfucker is crazy. Like, thank God for masks, right? Ooh, cheap joke, cheap joke, cheap joke. But the, I guess your upbringing is what really determines who you are and who you relate with. And when I come out, when I came out here, I realized uh, Mexican people had never seen a Puerto Rican. They call me black. Black people had never seen a Puerto Rican. They call me Mexican. White people didn't know what the fuck I was, but white girls love me because they were like, well, shit, he's ghetto, but we could bring him home weird right and uh, you know i noticed that every puerto rican that i've ever met from california and on this side they don't know how to cook like us they don't know our foods they don't move like us they don't talk like us they don't even have the same mannerisms shit i'll find more in common with hawaiians than i do with puerto ricans from california so um somebody said uh are puerto ricans not black or not african i'm like no we're african now, if you if that's not something that you grow up around, I think you just don't know and you miss it out because it's probably one of the most beautiful parts of our culture is our African side and our Spaniard side together. Like it's just so many drums, so many drums, it's a beautiful thing. So many drums. Like we're, we're such a beautiful people that we shouldn't narrow ourselves into these weird pockets. But Puerto Ricans ain't white. Like white people ain't fucking with us like that. And I love all my white boys and all my friends. And, and you know, we got to stop really using these racial terms because honestly, I, I fucking I only do it because it. It's the only way to talk, and it's terrible. Uh, you know, learn people. Ask questions. Like, you know, this this world is so fucking dense, bro. It's just so much happening. Learn. Talk to folks. Uh, Chatty Patty House has gone crazy, by the way. I, I made my account. I, they got me. Um, it's nasty in there. I don't like it. It's not what I thought, and I'm trying to stay away from it because it's it's just not what I thought. It's pretty embarrassing. It's getting nasty in there. It's just like it's a bunch of bochincha and everybody just chari pari paki, chari pari paya, and oh, I'm a good guy, and that I'm a this and I'm a that, and I got money, and I got a YouTube plaque, and I got a Ferrari, and I'm like, wah, 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 gives a fuck. Pause. Uh, what else? So C's from uh, Black Ink beat the shit out of his daughter, his 13-year-old or 16-year-old daughter, and she was on the internet crying about it. And I thought it was the funniest shit ever because I remember getting my ass whooped and just going to my room going, <gasps> and then you punch the air and shit, and you're like, oh, oh, oh you ain't never going to touch me. Like, that's that weird shit that we do when we get whooped. And she did the same thing, but she did it on the internet, so she looked like a fucking clown. And that's why you should hit your kids. That's all I got to say about that. That shit was hilarious. Um... The mom and the stepmom and all that bullshit. I don't want to talk about that. That shit's corny. Um, so my biggest topic for the day was Ack and Rory. And I wish we had more people in the chat because this would be so fun to talk to people about. Uh, and if you're in the chat, put a slot machine, slot machine emoji in the chat. Uh, you know, comment below your five artists that you're looking forward to listening to this year. This is why I, I, I'm, I'm trying to see. 
you know, what the temperature is, what you guys are looking for. And once we start doing the live uh, interactive shows where we have the guests on running the show, we'll definitely be able to, um, you know, get into more topics like this where we're more hands on with one another and, and see how that goes. I'm still nervous. I'm still nervous. Um, yeah, slot machines, slot machines in the comments, man. That's what we're going to do. Slide it up. Pause. Uh, Rory and academics. That was like my sub for today. And I got to see what happens next. So I'm not going to say anything. But Rory's from the Joe Budden podcast. And DJ Academics is a, a commentator. And they got beef. And this beef is pretty nasty. I don't know if. I don't I don't I don't know where this goes, but they got to fight like Rory got to fight act for this shit to go away. And and act got to just, you know, take this fade and wherever it goes, be homies, slap fives afterwards. Maybe hang out with Joe Budden or some shit. But I got to take this this one like they got to fight the accusations that act is making. And, and, and what he said is going on is really crazy. Like you shouldn't play like that. You shouldn't play like that. We're going to wait and see what happens. I'm not going to comment on it because I really, I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious to see what, what what transpires. They've been going back and forth for a long time, but this is like the hottest I've ever seen it. And honestly, they got to fight. Um, Is that it for the day? We weren't even going to come on today. It was just something to talk about. I decided to jump on today. Like, I got to go tan and, and get my hair did for the, for the stream. Like, I don't want to look like a goofball, but here we are. Welcome to season four of the Xavier Lavo Show. Thank you to everyone that's listening. Thank you for everybody that, that holds us down. Redwood, I'm waiting on y'all. Send us, a, send us a loud pack. Shout out to Popple. You guys are awesome. Shout out to everybody. I did my first unboxing today. I did some SMSMR. Uh, it's going to be a good year. Three times a week. That's the goal. Hopefully there's enough to talk about. And um, get ready for our interactive shows. So, Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. My name's Kasabian Lavo. Don't live in the past. Live in the moment. Um, don't let nobody take the color out your rainbow. The cup is half empty. It's not half full. What else did I say? I say live in the past, not the moment. Or live in the moment, not... God damn it. Ugh. All right. My name's Kasabian Lavo. One.